I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 27 of the 80%. Today, we're talking about the habit of reading. And may kasama tayong kakwentuhan about this topic, si Miss Salve Duplito. Everybody knows her as the host of On The Money on ANC where she talks about personal finance and investments. But today, she'll share with us her thoughts on why learning the habit of reading is important. Are you excited to hear her stories? I am. So, let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte and I'm a registered financial planner. I've been giving financial advice since 2007 and in this podcast, I'll share with you interesting money stories, effective financial habits, lessons on entrepreneurship, productivity tips, practical investing strategies, and many more. Thank you for tuning in, and now, on to the show. My name is Salve Duplito. I'm a resident financial advisor of a show on ANC called On The Money. It's been going on for eight years. Um, prior to that, I was a financial journalist with several newspapers, Business World Inquirer. But first and foremost, of course, I'm a financial advisor. I do practice. Several weeks ago, I was browsing through my timeline on Facebook when I saw a post by Miss Salve showing her list of recommended books on business and investing. Out of the eight books that she gave, I've already read five. So, I was happy to take note of the other three and add it to my reading list. Apart from the happy discovery that she's a reader like me, I also felt intrigued because I know she's a busy person and na-curious ako na malaman kung paano ba siya nakakahanap ng oras para magbasa. So, I invited her for a quick chat one afternoon and grabe ang na-discover ko. First of all, she considers reading time as study time. And she has several hours a day devoted to reading and studying. I start to read at 4 in the morning. If I'm early, it's 3.30. But usually it's at 4 and then I end at 8 because I read three books each time. Uh, so one book is on finance, of course. Another book is on management, other other philosophies. like So finance, one. And then... Um, Another book is on management, storytelling, writing, etc. Both professional. And the third book is a fantasy because I love fantasy. So, and it's just for me. And then I read the newspaper from front, from first page to the last page. And then I read The Economist, New York Times, Washington Post, Barons after that. So it takes me four hours to study every day, including Saturdays and Sundays. Sabi ko sa inyo eh, grabe, di ba? Most readers I know read in the afternoon or in the evening like I do. Ako usually, after dinner until before going to bed, that's when I do the most reading. I learned the habit of reading when I was in elementary. Mga grade 5 ako nun. 
And ang may kasalanan niyan ay yung mga Choose Your Own Adventure books. I remember a classmate of mine reading a Choose Your Own Adventure book during recess and na-curious ako dahil hindi niya ito binabasa ng front to back. Nakita ko kasi na palipat-lipat siya ng page. So, hiniram ko yung libro niya. And I was amazed by the concept. And from that day onwards, naging kolektor na ako ng Choose Your Own Adventure books. And as a result, I also fell in love with reading, a habit that I still have until today. During our conversation, I also asked Salve how she started this habit. From the earliest days of my life, I have seen my mom read. I, all my sisters, I have, there are five of us, so lahat yan, apat na older sisters ko, they always seem to have a book in their hands. I don't know if it's, if you know, so we were very poor when I was growing up. So books were not easy to come by. Manghihiram ka, tapos ako, since lagi ako nanghihiram, I'm always very careful na I return it. Pag may isang libro na nahiram in our house, iikot muna yan sa lahat ng magkakapatid bago yan isode. Hirap na naman humiram eh. So, I think my love for reading began when we didn't have a very good social life because we were very poor. So you get bored. And I see my sisters always reading books. So it was a matter of necessity na parang magbasa na nga lang ako ng libro. Tapos na ako maglinis ng bahay. Tapos na ako mag-homework. Tapos na ako mag-plancha ng uniform ko bukas. And then the moment I think I remember fits. This is so funny. I went to a small public school. It was um, Bicol University. Ang liit lang ng library niya. Alam mo ba, before ako na grade 6, naubos ko lahat ng libro. To a certain point, after every uh, after every uh, every day, when the classes end, I go to the library and I read. To the point na I remember na hinahanap ko na tapos na ako sa mga dumbo, yung mga ganyan, yung mga my pictures, and then I read and then encyclopedias na and then there, there were these really old books na dahil wala ng libro binasa ko na lang siya iba-iba yung yung taste ko in books I'd read almost anything I remember at grade 4 I read this huge book na makapal Sibyl I don't know if I pronounce it right it's Sibyl S-Y-B-I-L it's a psychological thriller for college students it's about multiple personalities and it was very technical but I super loved it. Salve and I are both fortunate that we learned the habit of reading early in our lives. But I believe it's a habit that you can start anytime. It's never too late to start reading. But of course, the challenge is how do you start and learn this habit? Here's a few personal tips. Number one. Set a time for reading. Hindi pwedeng magbabasa ka lang kung kailan ka may free time. Dapat nasa schedule mo ito. Give it around 30 minutes at first. And also, it will help if you can find a quiet and comfortable place to read. Number 2. Buy a book that you know you will enjoy reading. Hindi mo kailangang magbasa ng mga classic literary masterpieces or famous bestsellers. 
Basta bumili ka ng libro na mukhang interesting sa'yo because a book is still a book, kahit hindi sikat yung author. And it will sometimes help to ask your friends for recommendations. And number three, turn off the notifications on your gadgets when you're reading. Avoid the temptation to check your social media. Mahirap ito gawin sa umpisa pero you'll get used to it. And kung nasa bahay ka, sabihan mo na rin yung mga kasama mo na huwag kang istorbohin. As for Miss Salve, here's her advice. Wake up one hour earlier. You really have to carve out time for this. And for me, it, it's very effective when I feel that everybody's sleeping, but I'm already starting my day. So if you feel that you don't have enough time, and that's always your excuse for not being able to read the book, then wake up one hour earlier. So it's my 20, it's the it's Robin Sharma's 2020. Uh, so the first hour of your day, 20 minutes should be done exercising, 20 minutes should be used reading, and then the next 20 minutes is writing down in your journal or in your planner the most important things of the day and do a quick to-do list. So, imagine waking up and having those endorphins enter your body. And as the endorphins get there, you're reading a book and absorbing things that will help you in what you do and in your life. And then after that, writing things down in a journal. That is the best way really to start reading. Because it allows you to extract from the process the joy that you will find in the pages of those books. If you just read and it's a chore, alam mo yun, it's just something that you want to report to other people na nakabasa ko na it's not as fun. 2020-20 na you're happy because you jumped, you ran, you rode the bike. So you're happy and as you're happy, you're reading. And after you read, you sit down and you relax and you write down the things that you read. Those things in combination will really make you a reader for life. Now, how about teaching your kids to read? Paano mo tuturuan ang mga anak mo na maging mahilig din magbasa? Personally, I believe it starts in you because your children will always follow your example. So, if you want to encourage your children to become readers, then you should read to them and read books with them. Perhaps, one of your family bonding times would be to read and discuss books. Salve has more tips. It's a struggle for the younger ones because I was lax with gadget use. Um, if you really want your kids to enjoy reading, you have to regulate gadget use also. There's a push and pull there. Because when people are so engrossed in gadgets, their minds are used to instant gratification. Um, I want something. I get it now. Uh, things are so much more visual. So when they start reading books where they use their brains more, it gets boring because there are no stimuli the way that they have it in video. So if you want your kids to enjoy books, you have to limit or regulate the use of gadgets. That's my learning. And I hope other people here can, can benefit from it. My eldest, when she was young, I challenged her to read the, the Prince and the Poker. That's a really difficult book to read because 
uh, difficult English. Talagang uh, makalumang English yon. Tapos uh, the action wasn't really there in the beginning. So it, you have to warm up, warm up to the story. And I told her that if you're able to read this book, you'll be able to read any book. <laughs> so I started her with something really difficult to do, which really is not very wise of me. Because talaga. <laughs> When they're kids, you have to give them a little bit and see if they enjoy it and then give them a little bit more. And you ease them into the love of reading very slowly. But, well, I was a young mom, so hindi ko alam yun. Talaga pinahirapan ko lang siya, but she pushed through. She pulled through it. She was able to finish the book. And true enough, after she read it, she developed a love for reading. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about eToro. If you want to invest and trade the global markets like US stocks, commodities, forex, cryptocurrencies, and others, then check out eToro, my trusted multi-asset broker with an online community of millions of investors and traders from around the world. One of their coolest features is CopyTrader which allows you to copy other successful traders on eToro in just one click to easily automate your investing or trading. Sign up today and get a $100,000 practice account. Just go to bit.ly slash open eToro account. That's bit.ly slash open eToro account. Again, that's bit.ly slash open eToro account. All small letters. The 80% is supported by Podcast Network Asia. And if you like listening to educational podcasts like this, then check out these two shows from the network. Parent Team You never know what's next when it comes to kids. As parents... We want to be fully prepared for all of the nitty-gritty duties that come with starting a family. Join hosts Jelly Victor and JC Alelis as they talk to us about the ups and downs of being a parent. The Dog Behind the Human Learn about the best ways to care for your fur babies and get expert advice from dog coach Francis. Listen to dog trainers and experts in the field so you and your pet can live your best life together. If you also have a podcast, then check out podmetrics.co, the only analytics platform you'll ever need for your podcast. All shows on Podcast Network Asia uses Podmetrics, which helps us aggregate data, monetize, and predict performance of our shows. Be sure to put 80% as referral code when you sign up for Podmetrics and I'll give you a free copy of an ebook on how to make money from your podcast. That's it. And now, back to our episode. Once upon a time, there was a little girl called Heidi. Heidi lived in a little town in Switzerland with her aunt Diet. The town was near some mountains. One day, Aunt Diet said, Today we will go and see your grandfather. He lives up in the mountains. I think the first 
first book that got me into reading was Heidi. It's a classic children's book. Uh, and I somehow empathized with the heroine, the, the little girl na uh, binubuli ng iba, uh, napilitan pumunta in the Alps and ended up loving it there. But she had this life where it was very difficult, but she made the best of it and loved whatever she was given. And so until this day, uh, well, until last year, my dream really was to go to the Alps. And last year, I made it happen. This love affair with books has impacted my life so much that even in the way I travel, I am guided by what I see in the books. So since bata pa ako, ini-imagine ko si Heidi in the Swiss Alps. So on my 44th year, I, on my 45th year, that was my gift to myself. I went to the Swiss Alps. Ganang katindi wow. yung impact ng libro sa akin. What are some of the lessons that you've learned from that particular book? Empathy is Empathy. the biggest lesson. Empathy really was because she knew uh, she knew suffering. Uh, mm-hmm. She didn't have anybody in her life. And she was sent to this place that was supposed to be um, a really difficult place for a kid. I mean, how do you grow up in the Swiss Alps? You have to um, go up there. Talagang mo, gagamitin mo. Nobody else will help you. And I remember that when it was time for her to go back to the city, uh, she longed to go back to the Swiss Alps. But even though she really didn't like it there, she was able to show empathy for the people in the city. So much so that it makes me think good behavior should not depend on who you're with or where you're at or whether other people treat you well. Because good behavior should be the inner you. You should be able to bring that that character with you wherever you go, whether you're having a good time or a bad time, whether other people are treating you well or not. When it's you, it's you. So parang sobrang, I mean, I can't even describe Mm -hmm. enough how much this personality has affected my life because she ended up really affecting so many other people. Heidi, I mean, even the people in the city, um, was amazed by what she was like deep inside her heart. So, We just heard Salve share with us how a children's book made a big impact in her life. And indeed, may ganitong power talaga ang mga libro. It can affect us, change us, and teach us lessons that we'll remember forever. Pero siguro, you're now thinking, with the internet and social media today, mas accessible at mas madali na ang ma-entertain at matuto online. When you need to relax or learn, there are movies and documentaries you can see. Sa YouTube pa lang, sobrang daming educational films and learning videos that you can watch for free. In these times, what unique value do books bring to the table? Salve has this to say about this. You know what, books, because they don't have flashing screens and beautiful colors, your mind is trained to think for itself. And I think that is critical for the human race. When you watch a video, 
you have all of these colors, all of these. It's very instructional in how the director, for instance, or the cinematographer, or whoever it is that is making the video, you are taught how he looks at things, right? Uh, whatever color you see on the screen is the color that the director sees whenever he reads a material. But when you read a book, it's not somebody else's idea that is playing in your mind. It's your idea. So you are taught to think for yourself. You are taught to imagine for yourself. And this is where you see that the limits of your imagination or the limits of your mind are not really there. Because when you read something, you create your own worldview. You create your own image of what the world is out there. And so this is something that cannot be replaced by any video. It cannot be replaced by anybody talking in a screen and telling you what to think. And this is precisely what we need today. As the human race is faced with the, the possibility of uh, artificial intelligence and deep machine learning, what is the edge of the human race compared to a computer who can compute numbers so much more quickly? Right? What mm-hmm. is our advantage? And our advantage is... We have imagination. We have creativity. We can innovate to such an extent that no computer can follow. And that can be done by us if we are able to extend our brains like our outer limbs to see how far can my brain go. The truth is there is no limit. And you only like realize that when you start reading books. I agree with Salve. Reading helps nurture your imagination and your creativity, which are very important skills if you want to be an entrepreneur. In fact, one of my favorite authors, si Tina Seelig, who is a professor on entrepreneurship at Stanford University, she teaches the subject of imagination, creativity, and innovation to business students. There's a book written by Thomas Corley entitled Rich Habits, The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals. Dito sa libro na to, the author listed 10 principles that has helped rich people become the financial success that they are. And one of the principles he discovered is that reading is a habit of the wealthy. I asked Salve what she thought about this and this is what she said. But you know, the other side of the coin there is, it's true that the reading is a habit of the rich, but it should be a habit of the poor. And most especially the poor kids. Grabe, ang sarap talaga ng kwentuhan namin ni Salve, kung pwede lang talaga buong araw namin gawin. But it was time for our conversation to end. So, I asked her for some book recommendations for those who would like to read something about business and investments. Warren Buffett and the Business of Life by Ali Schroeder. Yeah, so this is about his life. But also you will be able to look at the main lessons that turned him into, at some point, the world's wealthiest person. Because as you go through his life story, really you will figure out why he became that person and what are the things here that you can also use for your own life. So I totally recommend. If you're a beginner... 
uh, this is fun because it's just like reading a novel. Uh, it's not it's not so technical, um, but there are parts that are technical. And I think, you know, okay, so this is a tip for readers. It's fun to read books that are within your capability. So if you're not, if you read a book and it's not difficult, then that's within your capability. But from time to time, or at least once a month, read something that is slightly difficult compared to the books that you're used to. So in that sense, your capability to focus and understand keeps on going higher. If you keep on reading books that are easy, you'll never get better. So this is one. This might be a bit difficult for some, but if you're up to the challenge, why not read it? Mm -hmm. If you want for personal finance, this is my recommendation, but it's technical. Stocks for the Long Run by Jeremy Siegel. I'm a journalist, so I love charts and figures. I love history. I love uh, the way this book talks about evidence um, that will show you what the stock market looks like into um, in the last 200 years. So uh, while you look at the past, you also are able to understand how these will affect your future. Although, of course, as we know, in, in investing, whatever happens in the past, there's no guarantee that it will happen again in the future. And this is the one that I'm currently reading. This is Common Stocks and Uncommon Profits and Other Writings by Phil Fisher. Okay, this is about, uh, the most important part of this book is he gives you 15 points that mm -hmm. will allow you to filter out the best companies that will give you more than 10 times return in your lifetime. Yeah. This is a very important book for people who want to make money in the market by knowing how not to treat the stock market like a gambler's den. Reading is important because it helps you grow mentally and emotionally. Every book gives you an opportunity to learn new things and explore new ideas. Reading books increases your knowledge, but it also enhances your imagination and helps you become more creative. The key to learning the habit of reading is to really set a time for it. Make it a priority and add it on your schedule. And even if you just read a few pages or one chapter a day, you will still reap the benefits of reading and eventually, it will be your habit for life. Lastly, if you have a child, then teach and cultivate in them the habit of reading because children who read today become the leaders of tomorrow. Children... A lot of the children in our country, they only get to see books at school. In their homes, there's no, in their idle moments, they won't know the joy of reading because there's no book there. Sana no, we'll find a way to put at least one book in the hands of a child. A book that they can bring home. Imagine mo, all the books that they have in school, they can't even bring those home. This would be a much better place if we can put a beautiful book in the hands of every child. And that ends another episode of The 80%. Thank you so much for listening. 
And of course, my gratitude goes out to Miss Salve Duplito for helping me on this. Please follow her Facebook page and Instagram accounts. And she's actually publishing her own book very soon, so watch out for it. I'll put the links to her social media plus the list of all the books we mentioned on the show notes, which you can find at bit.ly slash the 80%. Moreover, please remember to follow or subscribe to the 80%, and I hope you can share this podcast to your friends. Lastly, for comments and suggestions, please use hashtag the 80% on your social media posts so that I can find and read them online. That's it! This is Fitz Villafuerte saying goodbye and I hope to have you here again next week. Take care and stay safe. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.